Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This podcast is brought to you by Men's Tea Clinic. Men's Tea Clinic is the team I trust with my total wellness optimization, and so should you. Five DFW locations with North Frisco, El Dorado Parkway at Dallas North Tollway now open. Call 972-GO-MEN'S-TEA or visit mensteaclinic.com. Okay, it's hour five of the G-Bag Nation. We have a lot going on, including uh, the Cowboys news of the evening coming up in about five minutes or so. Uh, Chief has a Friday news dump coming up at 620. Some of the texters were saying I didn't answer enough questions to have that be a proper bet payoff there back in the 520. We'll uh, keep the questions going if you want to send those in uh, for the guys. They can fire them at me at any time for the rest of this hour. But when we left you, Lucius Alexander was in the process of playing the G-Bag of the Year finalists, and we were working our way to a vote. Back into the Pimp Cup we go, Lucius. Uh, Have you played all the nominees so far? We done? We got the nominees in? Uh, man. Yeah, some- yeah, we got all the nominees in. Okay. Uh, Eric sent me one that I kind of let slip by, I forgot about. Okay. Man, I want to play it, but this, the one you sent me is uh, definitely raw and just too raw. Oh, must have been the Vern Maxwell. But I will look. No, no, oh. not the Vernon. <laughs> not the Vernon. Vernon's hilarious. It was like our, our soldier. It was guy. a horse rancher it was the horse guy. Ranch. Oh, yeah. my gosh. Oh, dude, that guy was epic. He <laughs> yes. Was yeah. I'm going to see if I can find the clean version. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Well, yeah, I totally forgot about that, bro. Already, horse. I'm having a hell of a time deciding That's who I would tough, vote for. Man. Yeah. I think the Mississippi Valley State guys, you know, yeah, it's the home I, I of Jerry like Rice. Them a lot. I like them a lot. You know, the, the uh, question yes. from Woolchuck was insane. The uh, the Red Scare front man, you know, Rowdy, Eric, and Sandler, three in a row. We, we had three go five time status during that World Series run. Each of those feels iconic. And the Manitoba hockey announcer. Yes. Deserves G Bag of the Year consideration oh, as Sorry. well. I didn't know my mic was. And <laughs> <laughs> this late edition from Lucius. All right, yeah, the horse rancher right here. Eric was like, don't forget this one, dog. Totally forgot about this one. Uh, horse rancher has a word for his trolls. All of those who think it's cool to sit back in the safety of their mother's basement, make clips of my videos, and talk shit about me out there on the internet. You little f***ers have no idea the life I've lived. 41 years working professionally with horses, 30 of those spent as a remote wilderness guide. I did shit on a daily basis that would make you bitches piss yourself. <laughs> I stood down nine grizzly bear charges in my life, five black bear charges, and I once stepped up and stuffed an eight-foot Tom Cougar square in a f***ing mug with my walking stick to save one of my dogs. My walking stick. I watched 17 horses lose their lives out there. Ouch. I lost three good friends, and I've held the lifeless body of my best friend in my arms. Jeez. I've heard my own bones snap. No. I've oh my stitched God. my f***ing body twice myself, and I've felt the searing f***ing heat of a hot brand. You have no idea what tough is sitting back in your fucking mom's basement, going to work in your cubicle, stopping by 7-Eleven on the way home, and then talking trash about fellas like me. Yeah. You know what? I I feel sorry for you 
fuckers I really do. Oh, sorry. <laughs> so Canadian. Yeah, that's amazing. That's amazing. He's the Canadian John Wayne. Yeah. 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 Amazing. Yeah. Except more badass. I never knew a Canadian could sound so tough. Mm. Let alone be so tough. Hell of a oh. job there. Oh, yeah. I see what you did. My bad. It took me a second. <laughs> <laughs> okay. It's time to vote, guys. As much fun as making fun of Canadians is. <laughs> Shout out to South Park. <laughs> okay, is it uh, is it Canadian John Wayne Horse Rancher had a word for his trolls? Manitoba hockey announcer Sandler, Nadell, or Rowdy? The Red Scare frontman. Hmm. The Storm Chasers finding God. Uh, unfocused question for CY during the interview from Woolchuck. Or is it the Mississippi Valley State huh? basketball announcers there. Brian, why don't we start the G-Bag of the Year voting with you, sir? How about I'll go with the Mississippi State, uh, excuse me, Mississippi Valley announcers. Wolchuk. It's a good vote there, Broadus. Ranger fans, you're not dreaming. You mean Eric Nadell. Wow. This is this is difficult, but I think I'm going to go with our, uh, our, our our band guy. The Red Rowdy? Scare. The Red Scare. Yeah, the Red Scare. We are tied at one, Lucius. Who is your vote for the G-Bag of the Year? Yeah, man, the front man of Red Scare. He's had a long story, <laughs> long way. Now he's on top, you know what I mean? Started from the bottom. Yeah. Now he's, he started from the real bottom. <laughs> now he's really here. Yeah. That's my guy. Well, I guess I got to do the right thing then. And the right thing is casting a vote for my main man, Eric Nadell, mm. to create a tie in the G-Bag of the Year voting. And when we have a tie in the G-Bag of the Year voting, what do we do, gentlemen? Put a poll. Let the people decide. Let the people decide. We go to twitter.com slash gbagnation where we create an Insta poll. Who is your gbag of the year? In this case, I will leave this poll up for 24 hours. We'll announce the winner tomorrow during LA Live. Who what, is what? it? Yeah. Cool. Yeah, we're working tomorrow. Uh, Monday. Just, I will no. leave this poll up for 72 hours. Somebody said the horse wrencher is who the old boy from the rock band was working for. <laughs> oh, man. That was his boss. 15-year-old J.O. horses for a summer job. <laughs> and fought all their dads. Very, very good. Very good. Okay, uh, Zach Wolchuk has some Cowboys news of the evening content for us yeah. as I create this Insta poll. Get on to at GBag Nation. Please follow us when you get there. We'll follow you right back. All right, so uh, I, we do have a couple of cuts from Peyton Manning that I threw in the folder there that we'll get to in a second talking about Dak Prescott. But who are the Cowboys that you trust most entering this playoff stretch? And it can be coaches as well. I saw this from blogging the boys. Their votes pretty much Dak Prescott clearly uh, was one that was voted. For me, I mean, it, it's C.D. Lamb. I've said this. I don't think C.D. Lamb is very guardable right now. Uh, I, I'm not worried about Jared Alexander tra- traveling with him. He had 11 catches under 50 mm-hmm. yards last year, and that's assuming Jared Alexander plays and is healthy. Give me C.D. I trust him the most. Give me Tank Lawrence in this one. Let's go. Yeah, Tank's going to find a way to always make a play for you. It's going to be a run play. It's going to be a pass play. Something he's going to do, he's going he's gonna to tip a ball, knock a ball loose, get around the quarterback, you know. He'll make plays. He 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 realizes he's running out of these, but he's a guy you can absolutely trust. I like that one. Um, Wolchuk, do you have any fear that they will just, on their own accord, keep CeeDee Lamb out of the game? Well, I mean, if they do that, then you absolutely need to fire your coach because he's also the <laughs> offensive coordinator. So if that happens, uh, just as I wanted Kellen Moore gone because you're neglecting to get the ball to your best players, I will carry that over then to the now offensive coordinator, Mike McCarthy. Because that's a sin and it's a crime, and why the hell would you do that? They won't. They won't commit that sin. They've done it once. 
maybe more than once. I, I think they have answers. It, it, it bothered them for, I think, three years. The shell coverage really could neutralize their offense yeah. and take their best players out of the game because they kept running the same routes into it and asking their guys to execute better. Now they actually have a plan. Uh, so I don't, I don't think it's possible to take C.D. Lamb out of a game anymore. I think the last time we saw it for quarters two and three, that was the, the, the end of the process. Now it's going to take an actual elite player yes. or two. Yeah. So uh, we're, we, we love CD. We love Tank, Dak. I mean, those are some of the ones we feel most confident about. You can enter that conversation, 877-881-1053. Saw this from The Athletic as well. They had uh, coaches and executives predict each game. Mm. And here is what, first off, the experts picked sure the Cowboys. Sure to go wrong. All of them picked the Cowboys. Yeah. Seven picks for the Cowboys, none for the Packers. Does that mm. make you nervous? I mean, we're all picking the Cowboys, too. Everybody's going Cowboys here in this one. Yeah. Uh, now, one of the executives said they're more Cowboys more talented, and they're too good at home. They've won 16 consecutive games, and they won six of their eight victories at home this year by 20 points. Another exec said, I like Jordan Love, but that defense worries me. Yeah. I think Dallas will be able to move the ball and score on them, especially at home. Uh, so everyone is kind of rocking with the Cowboys here. The Cowboys are 3-2 and two in one-possession games this season. They've won only twice when trailing at any point after the first quarter. Packers, 6-5 and five in one-possession games this season. So they're accustomed to close calls. More impressive, they've won five of their past six one-possession games. So I think all of us took Cowboys. Eric, you took a one-possession game. The rest of us took Cowboys by double digits. If this is a one-score game, does that make you nervous at all that maybe the Packers find a way to get this victory? Once we go one score into the fourth quarter, I will become nervous if the Cowboys have not put this away because I definitely think there is a path to victory. You know, a, a, a junked-up defense because the Cowboys don't have a run game. They're not balanced. You can likely stay in a shell, and as long as your tackles and linebackers play decently, the Cowboys aren't going to run all over you, okay? So you, 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 are, you are making the Cowboys move the ball all the way down the field, 13, 15 play drives. There's going to be field goals there instead of touchdowns. And then... The Aaron Jones factor, best player on their offense, can yeah. run the ball. Yeah. You know, there is definitely, you know, if it if it's falling into play in the in the fourth quarter, I, I will be very nervous. I, I need the Cowboys to go out and, you know, demonstrate that they're better and they have a great game plan and it's not Green Bay's day. But yeah, I can see that out there. I think if the if these teams line up and play twenty times, I, I think the Packers probably win two of them. You know, I think that's wh- where we're at. Yeah, this is a one-score game in the fourth quarter. You have to be a little bit nervous. Um, now, ultimately, you would feel like, hey, we still have – we're at home. We got the quarterback. I'll trust him to figure this thing out. But you've seen even in games like the Seattle game yeah. where you're kind of winning late in that game in spite of yourself with some of the decisions um, that were made there. And even in the Detroit game, you know, you, you eke one out there and you win – a little bit in spite of yourself with some of the ways that you approach the clock and stuff like that at the end of the game. So you would be a little bit nervous. And then when it's a one-score game, it's something as simple as a random uh, penalty flag that all of a sudden can really change the course of the direction of the game. And it's just, yeah, you, you get a little bit nervous. And we've seen that happen against the Packers specifically, where it is a, it's a penalty here or there 
or uh, a call reversal. So that, that, that'll that make, I mean, the Cowboys need to win this one by double digits and put this one to rest. They're the better football team. There's no excuses. Your boys. I mean, 4-6-9, and I get this sentiment. If my Bears can hold the Packers to 17, the Cowboys are going to beat the crap out of the Packers. I pick the Cowboys to win by 10 points. You know, I, I have them covering the point spread, but I think 10% of the time, the Cowboys are going to be misfiring a little bit or their defense is undisciplined and Aaron Jones is the exact kind of runner. They have a good offensive line. This is very doable. You know, this is a team that was built to win the championship. Outside of Aaron Rodgers, Zadarius Smith, and Adrian Amos, you have a lot of the same players that Green Bay was winning double-digit games with. And now they have a quarterback. So you can't overlook it. You know, we fall into this trap of seeing when the Cowboys play great and saying that's them. And when they play average or bad, we say, oh, well, the coach messed up that day. No, that's who they are. They only have the 10th most efficient offense in the NFL. They got a bunch of points from short fields, pick sixes, and way too many damn field goals. You know, this is this is not an elite offense. It is not an elite defense, but they are both comfortably inside the, um, you know, the, the parameters of what it takes to win a championship. Offense, top 10. Defense, top five or maybe four. That, that team can win a championship, but they are not good enough to think this is going to be easy uh, no. by any stretch of the imagination, unfortunately. Yeah. The, the, the Cowboys just refuse to make a team that is capable. Like, the Niners had a big run problem last year, and they went and got Christian McCaffrey. It took them from the 18th most efficient offense to number one. That's what that did. That's what, that's the difference between the Niners and the Cowboys front office. The Cowboys say, oh, it's... It's probably good enough, right? Yeah, yeah, this is good enough. We believe in our guys. The other teams say, this ain't good enough. Quit lying to yourself. Go get one of the best players in the game at the position. So we had Peyton Manning on the This Is Football podcast talking Dak Prescott and CeeDee Lamb and their connection. And is he rooting at all for Dak Prescott in this postseason? He's played extremely well. He and uh, CeeDee Lamb seem to have kind of a special thing going. I think for the two of them to keep that connection going, hitting some of those explosive plays, those plays that just shorten those drives, Kevin, where you don't have to go 15 plays, right? If we can have a, you know, a couple of runs and then hit a, you know, 50 yard or a CD that, that sort of shortens those drives. <laughs> this takes uh, a lot of pressure off the quarterback. I'm pulling for Dak. Uh, he's had a heck of a year. Uh, he's in that MVP running deservingly. So, and I'm hoping he has a good run here in this postseason. A great forehead, Peyton Manning. He's rooting for Dak Prescott, as I think a lot of people are. I mean, Dak's yeah. a tremendous human being. I don't understand why people wouldn't be rooting for him, but uh, it, it, it's really put up or shut up time, right? I mean, you're it, yeah. it, it, the time is now, as, as I've, is. I've said it is. all week long, but this is a team that you are better than. Yes. We, we watch on paper. There's a lot of areas to where on, on, on the film that the Cowboys can exploit. You've talked about the offensive tackles, Brian. You're yes. absolutely right. Micah Parsons, Fowler, Demarcus Lawrence, a guy that we both see eye to eye could have a big game. Aaron Jones is the really only thing that scares me. If the Cowboys can find a way, like they did against Detroit, Mm -hmm. to not allow their rushing attack to beat them, the Cowboys should win this game handedly. I think so. I I think so as well. I mean, I picked the the Cowboys to win. Um, The Packers, on a a per-play basis, do have a more efficient offense than the Cowboys. And that was with Aaron Jones really not being a big part yeah, of the game he's plan a lot of games. or being yep. good for 13 weeks. They just got him back to being the Aaron Jones that, that he was, and he played three great games. But even with him being crappy, you know, that's, that's, that's the reality of it. 
Yeah. Brian. Chief's probably right about this, about the closeness of this game. It might come down to final couple of drives. Can you know maybe you have to get a fourth down stop? Hell, you had to get three of them in the Seattle game, right? You know, mm-hmm. three fourth down stops. It might have to do the same damn thing. It's Green Bay's problems are not their offense. It's their defense. That's the thing that, that could kill them in this game. That's yeah. what I'm banking on. That's what will kill them. That's, that's what I'm banking on will kill them in this yeah, game. Their linebackers are yeah. bad. Yeah. Their corners outside Safeties, of Jared Alexander yeah. aren't good. Yeah. They won't be able to get a stop late, probably. Yeah, unless yeah. Terrence Steele just completely pees down his leg and Rashawn Gary is all over Dak Prescott. I just don't see a way that they can really slow them down for four quarters. No. And Dak's taking such good care of the football. You know, the only other yeah. th- way it could go wrong. But I love to hear Peyton Manning talking about that. I, I think that's, that's one of the cool storylines. And I think everybody from Louisiana. You know, it really comes down yeah. to anybody that's been around Dak, and obviously Peyton Manning has quite a bit, but anybody from Louisiana or in the quarterback circle, they're all huge fans of this guy and want to see him have the, the most success possible. Okay, uh, when we return, a little Friday uh, sports news dump, right, Chief? Yes, all the news you need to know before the sports weekend, plus uh, more questions for Dawson. Text them on in at 877-881-1053. That's next year in the nation. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. T-Mobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Yeah, buddy. Welcome back. It is the G-Bag Nation. Time now for a Friday sports news dump. Segment's brought to you by Soda. That's state-of-the-art. It's brought to you by the Frankels. Life's unpredictable. Accidents happen. Franklin Frankel are the go-to attorneys for car and truck wrecks in DFW. If you or a loved one's been in an accident, contact Franklin Frankel for a free consultation. It's 214-817-333-3333. Jump online to truckwreck.com. Now, uh, here's Eric with that dump. Okay, so we have, it looks like the commanders have already found their general manager. It is the assistant GM in San Francisco. So they're trying to take a piece of what the Niners got cooking, bringing it to the commanders and now uh, by a pretty wide margin uh, you'll see offensive coordinator for the Lions Ben Johnson as the uh, odds on favorite to be the commander's next coach so you get a piece of San Francisco and potentially a piece of the Detroit Lions offense really the main piece the orchestrator of it all and Ben Johnson uh, does that in any way strike fear into you gentlemen 
Look, I, I think both of those are good moves. I mean, I think Ben Johnson is probably one of the best names out there right now in terms of if you want to elevate a coordinator and you don't want to go ahead and bring in a Vrabel or a Belichick or one of these or Dan Quinn, these guys that have already been there, done that as a head coach and have experience. Uh, ben Johnson's the sexy name right now, and what he's done with Detroit's impressive. So it doesn't strike fear in me because with Washington, I feel like we got to see it on the field because they've been such a dumpster fire organization, including this past year. But I think those could be two good moves. I wonder if, who Ben is going to bring as his defensive coordinator if that's the case. That's the thing that will worry me. I'll, I'll tell you how successful I feel like because there's clearly he will do. They'll get the second. You know, they'll get the second pick. They'll pick a quarterback. He'll probably help that quarterback a lot. But who's going to be the defensive coordinator there? Is he going to hire a first time? You know, first-time defensive corner. We saw what hap- happened with, you know, uh, some of these places when they do that. It ends up being pretty bad for them. So yeah. if they, but if you go get an experienced guy, well, I, you know, I mean, you know, I can say the, you know, the Browns go out and get a guy that's pretty damn experienced. What happened? Their defense is good, but it, they got even better with Jim Swartz there. So if you go get a veteran guy with Ben Johnson and he's a solid, you know, NFL coordinator, defensive coordinator. That would that would make me a little bit nervous about what they're doing. All right, uh, Dawson is in the midst of a bet payoff. Any question we ask him, he has to answer truthfully. The nine hundred three wants to know what actually happened to the show Rage, uh, uh, Richie and Grego. The okay. ending, I imagine, is what they want to know. Okay, I, I do have to tell you a, a little bit of a sensitive situation uh, because I think uh, uh, the hammer doesn't like me anymore. And that's that 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 hurts because I like Grego a lot, but I think I might have said something in the past that ticked him off. Big tallywhacker. Yeah, and uh, you know how much of a fan <laughs> I am of Grego. I mean, one of the most talented guys ever. So I'm sorry, Grego. You know, sometimes I say things that I don't really mean, or maybe I mean them, but you know, we can still be friends. Um, so what happened was, um, you know, like Richie really started to get annoyed with Grego missing a lot of time. And it was it was it had gotten out of hand again, you know, similar to what happened back in the day (laughs) at his previous stop. You know, it just he wasn't there or when he was there, you know, Richie wasn't, you know, totally excited about the kind of work that was happening, the kind of state of mind that we might be in. Um, And then, you know, the 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 real peak of it. You know, uh, he was off one day and said, I'm here and and where there was happened to be on TV. And Richie was like, I can see on TV you're not there, you know. So that kind of like really shot him off in a way that made him confront Grego on it, on air one day about it. And it got super duper awkward. And around that time, you know, Gavin Spittle was getting situated. And, you know, I, I think I have most of the details there, right? I'm trying to be sensitive to the parties. Uh, but, uh, yeah, you know, Grego was great to me when I first got here. And he was an amazing talent for a long time on 105 through the fan before, you know, it kind of, uh, it kind of fizzled there at the end. They had some good ratings books, too. Yeah. They were yeah. doing good work. It was a good show. Yeah, I, n- I never got to hear that. I needed to try availability, right, go though? up into the Would archives. Would you say that was probably the thing? That the 100%. Availability, yeah. yeah. He was, it was gotta, still good enough if he'd been there. Yeah, yeah. you got to be available to your teammates. You know, you got to be the guy that's willing to show up and put it together and go. Agreed. Uh, badass Mofo Lady T on the Twitch says she's been listening since the Rage days. And she's wondering when Dawson's fiance wife will just be wife. Hmm. Uh, I've been thinking about, uh, you know, just making that uh, t- transition here with language. It is, uh, you know, she was my fiance, but now 
I, I we've been together for so long. It's a common law situation for yeah. sure. I could yeah. just call her my wife. She is yeah. my wife for all intents and purposes. You know, maybe not recognized by the law, <laughs> but uh, God recognizes it. Talked to him this morning. Damn there right. you go. There you go. Um, okay, uh, the Freaky Friday. Your mom and fiance oh. wife switch bodies. The only way to get them back is to do that one thing with one of them. Who are you doing it with? Um, oh, that's such a bad question. Okay, so, so explain this again. So fiance's personality, everything about her yes. has now been put into your mom's body. Mom, body. And right. everything about your mom has been put into fiance wife's body. And yeah. now you have to get them back. Oh, and so the only to way get to, them back. to get them back to being themselves yeah. again, yeah. you've got to do that one thing. But you have to. You get to choose which one you do it with. Your, you know, fiance wife's body, but it's actually your mom yes. in there. I'll take that option. Okay. Yeah. Uh, okay. <laughs> yeah. It's a very physical thing. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I'm you with you. <laughs> yeah. Now, well, can I'll I leave her going. in there? Uh. <laughs> <laughs> keep keep mama's attributes in fiance wife and forever have laundry done and yeah and, we don't need to be intimate anymore mom, but look at this found a youth i got sugar pies all the time this is amazing <laughs> all right uh, i love you honey. that's probably the best response to that question oh, just a jokey joke of all time 972 wants to know your uh favorite and least favorite former co-host okay um uh, yeah uh, least favorite uh, would would be the uh, gentleman that I mentioned uh, previously, Greg Henson. Uh, awesome dude, very solid radio professional. Um, but it was a bad mix. Henson, you son of a. Both bitch. of us were from out of town. Okay, Henson's from freaking Detroit. He worked for a couple of years in Austin, and I'm from Portland. And they're like, yeah, this should work. Mm. And it was just it was a it was a bad mix. Yeah. Um, so there's not a lot of good uh, professional memories from that, other than coming up with the name G Bag Nation. What what's the other thing? Uh, your favorite former co-host. Um, Ca. Ca is great. Yeah, the legend. Oh yeah, twelve time Hall of Famer. Ca or Mike? 15. You know. Yeah. Coin flip. Mike's yeah. fun. I lo- I love Mike, uh, and I love Ca, but Ca is much easier to work with. Uh, at any point throughout the course of your career, have you dipped your pen in company ink? Um, uh, does a sales manager daughter count? Yeah, we'll give it to you. Yeah, sure, she worked works. there. Yeah, she she also worked there. Yeah, that's had a boy. That feels very company inky to me. <laughs> the lead sales guy was warning me. <laughs> oh, was he? He's like, don't do it. Yeah. He was on that Unde Udoko, whatever his name is. <laughs> <laughs> he was on that vibe. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it was uh, it was it was a, 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 a you know a different era. It was a younger guy. Yeah. So oh, for sure. Yeah. yeah. Um, okay, so we have uh, let's see here in the Friday news dumpage, um, we do need to let you know that not only is it Nick Saban gone, Belichick gone, Pete Carroll gone, but uh, uh, an icon in the gum world no has experienced its final chew. That's right. Big League Chew? The Ferrara Candy Company confirmed to today.com that it's discontinuing Fruit Stripe gum. No Fruit Stripe? Been around since 1969. That's a dynamic flavor, too. Yeah, this is the zebra. You know, the zebra soccer ball guy as the the logo? Yes. It's some of the best five seconds of flavor you'll ever get. That's the thing. It's gone, but man, it's delicious. It's Yes, it's a very fleeting flavor. Has some great staying power, though. I mean, to last as long as that gum did, 
without that gum lasting very long from a flavor standpoint yeah. in your mouth. It's pretty incredible. I think Kudos to their, the marketing team. It's probably their business model that if you like our gum, you're going to chew about 700 pieces per day. You know, so yeah. they're loyal customers. Up. <laughs> what, uh, it's like crack dealers right there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah that's, that's 10 seconds of your life. Just enough to come home back, buddy. <laughs> I'll take a change, too. <laughs> Whatever you got, I'll take it. Um, I, I am starting with, with, with the news being what it is. I'm starting to get a little bit nervous for, I mean, we got to hop on a bird twice in the month of February. Yeah. Uh, we got to go to Vegas for the Super Bowl, and then we're going to spring training, of course. And these flight stories are getting worse and worse. What, the doors flying off? Doors are flying off. I sit right by the door all the time. Yes, yes. Yeah. You're Have an you exit row on. guy. Yeah. Doors are flying off. We heard. We, we remember from a few months ago the epic, disgusting poo flight story, mm-hmm. which is one for the ages. And now we have another one. I, I'm I'm literally scared of getting on planes because uh, there's a new poo plane story, and uh, it's Delta. And basically, there was a ridiculous odor, of course, in the plane. Everybody's trying to figure out what's gone on. By the time people started getting off of the plane, um, they realized that there is an entire chair that has just been that destroyed. has just been destroyed yeah. by someone's backside. Mm. Um, and there, I mean, the quotes are: this person had had basically just sat in their own s for a good hour at <laughs> oh, least, no. and then departed into Atlanta Airport covered in s. So this person burn. is just walking, walking it covered in it. the The seat is covered in it. I mean, that is. I need my. I need my. I need a refund. Yes, and I'm going to need a lot more than that moving forward as well. Um, but it's just I'm starting to get more and more nervous by the day yeah. about getting on any one of these airplanes. Well, I think that's where this, these stories begin is with nervousness about getting on a plane. I think these people probably yeah. drink, they maybe maybe they have something gastro going on, but they also drank too much and then like took a Xanax and they fell asleep. And while they're sitting there on that chair, their their body and their mind kind of told them you're sitting on the toilet. This is where you are right now. <laughs> And I mean, anybody that's, that's been that gone before understands that can happen from time to time. You're sitting someplace, you think it's the toilet. The next thing you know, you've done something like that in an airplane. That's the only thing that possibly I makes sense I peed on my old couch like that before. Thank you. Oh, the Budweiser Selects. Oh. Yeah. I had six of those Budweiser Selects. Yeah. I thought the couch was actually a toilet. I lifted up the seat of the couch, too. <laughs> and did my go. business. Sure did. It happens. Tall cans. Yeah. Yeah, those, those, those were nice. I busy, Getting bro. so yeah. drunk to be able to fly. They had the Bud Platinum, too, and the Bud Select. There were some... Some high alcohol products coming uh, out of Budweiser crazy. there about 15 years ago. Yeah, with these stories, when I just don't panic, there's 4,000 estimated Delta flights to take off a day, right? So we hear about one or two of these. And yeah. that's one airline. I mean, how many bleeping airlines do we have? There's so many flights that are taken off. I mean, the odds of it happening, it's not high. And if it happens, yeah. then so be it. I remind myself of that probably 40 times a flight. Mostly on the takeoff. It's going to be okay. It's going to be okay. Yeah. I'm scared of the, the Airbus was at the 380 joints. Those are really? the ones that, yeah, because the, wasn't the, the door that fell the off? Door. Wasn't that a 380? Well, it was like a Boeing. I think it's their seven. It's their 737. So okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, Jeff, them Airbuses. Yeah, I'm scared of that Airbus, yeah, bro. Yeah. They're they're having some problems right yeah, now. That, that's the ones that had the mm-hmm. mechanical or the, yeah, the engineering Air Max. Yeah. Air Max. Air Max. Oh my yeah. god. Yeah. Okay. 737 Air Max. Yeah. There. Yeah. Scared of them. They got the computers figured out, but they, they mm-hmm. yeah. Now they can't keep the door on. Yeah. That's a Gosh, serious problem. Yeah. We shouldn't be taking off. We can't get the door on, guys. Come on. 
I would just be thinking at that point, we're done ski, right? I'm going to get pulled right out of this chair. I get Maybe they slow the plane way down. It well, would have to be so loud outside. That's the problem. They, but the, 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 okay, if there's a fortunate Did the pilot thing, know? There's fortunate thing that nobody got hurt. They were at 6,000 feet, yeah. which gave them a chance. That thing flies off at 37,000 feet. You're going to have some serious problems. Really? Yeah. Loss of pressure. Loss, that, yeah, no that, oxygen up there to any, breathe. Anybody that's standing up going to the restroom. It's going to get sucked if out. If they're not pooping in their chair, uh, is uh, going, yeah, going to get sucked out of the thing, yeah. Yeah, that's an all-timer right there. Really is, dude. It's um, <laughs> final destination it's, it's really frightening for me. So, um, yeah, I think that's pretty much it. Is there any other questions we need to tee up? Or I don't we good see here? any other questions. I mean, we good? talk about a news dump, though. This is pretty news dumpy from ESPN. It appears that ESPN and the NFL are in advanced talks that would give the NFL a stake in the network, according to Andrew Marchand of the New York Post. Mm. Wow. Yeah. Wow. That's spicy. Okay. Let's make it, go ahead and make it official. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's something. Okay, we'll mix uh, with the get right, see what Reggie and company have cooking for you next here. It's the G-Bag Nation on your home of the Cowboys, 105 through the fan. Yes, sir. Thank you, Lucius. Thanks to everybody for making us part of your day. G-Bag Nation wrapping up. Get right coming in now with Reggie Atatula and Alec Medford here on the fan. You'll have them 7 to 11. And a good evening, gentlemen. How the heck are you? Man, living. How you fellas doing? Excellent. Yeah, yeah. You know, just fired up. Fired up here. First time since the Rangers World Series. We have uh, playoff sports in the air. Mm-hmm. What do you guys anticipate is going to happen Sunday afternoon? Are you picking the Cowboys, right? Oh, uh, yeah. Definitely picking the Cowboys. I don't, I've been going back and forth on just how close I think this game ends up being. I've been giving a lot of respect to Matt LaFleur and his ability to drop an offense and attack defenses. And... Um, I was listening to the Athletic uh, NFL podcast. One of the things that they were mentioning that I was like, huh, that's, that's a fair point. The things that inherently you would want to do to attack this Cowboys defense, that's kind of the things that this uh, Packers offense wants to do naturally. So I'm interested in seeing how effective they can be with the personnel that they have, which obviously does not compare to what the Cowboys bring you. But like schematically, they do match up well in the way that they play the play this Cowboys team. So I I think I ultimately said uh, for Carter in the video that went up on uh, I don't know if it was on YouTube, but I know it's on Instagram. Thirty four twenty. Oh, we got the same score. Oh, there Let's you go. go Reg. Very nice. No, but I'm I'm wondering if Green Bay is able to do a little bit more offensively than that. But I, I do think that this will be somewhat close, and it'll open up in in a later in the game. Yep, I I thought this like I was Aaron Jones is going to get his. Like I don't see them slowing Aaron Jones down for four quarters. He's kind of been a kryptonite, if you will, outside of Aaron Rodgers. He's got like 320 rushing yards, three touchdowns, I believe, in his last two trips to AT and T Stadium. Some incredible numbers. Uh, yeah, it's six touchdowns in the last three games against okay, the Cowboys. Okay, six and three. Yeah, it's so it's I mean, even crazier. He's yeah. really had their number, and he's a Texas kid. I mean, he went to UTEP, so I mean, I'm sure he's going to have a lot of family in the building as well. But I'm with you. I think this one, similar to kind of what we've seen in other games where it's close, but in the fourth quarter, maybe there's a turnover. Something tilts this to where the Cowboys are able to give themselves some breathing room. Yeah, Aaron Jones has been really good since coming back from injury. I think he is going to get his. But I've been trying to respect this offense a little bit more because I think when you have a quarterback that has some level of poise in the playoffs, you got a chance. Jordan Love has been fantastic. I went back and watched him this week, and I just couldn't see many things that I didn't like. And I think they have a chance, even with that beat up receiver core. Uh, I, I think it's going to be a one score game at the end of the game. I think it's going to be a little more uncomfortable than we're ready for. Speaking of uncomfortable, are you going after Peyton Russell tonight? Uh, that that might be up in the air. I think I might save that for tomorrow. We got six hours of fan jam tomorrow and I'm going to work at my own pace, not his. 
you know? Mm. So uh, I, I think I'm going to make it a time of the day that people are actually going to listen as well. So in the so, group text, wow, is, that a, okay. is that a Thank cry you. for help in the six-hour show, or is that just simply a... No, that hey, was a, hey, let you right? guys know. What was that? Yeah, th- that was like a, hey, we got a cool show tomorrow. Could you so guys it push was, that it was to us? pump it. Yes, and everyone was like, I could call in. I'm like, no, I think you guys are missing the point. You guys we have just, some good guests tomorrow. Yeah, we've got Chrissy Scales. We've got Nick Harris of DallasCowboys.com, Michael Gelkin of The Morning News, and we're trying to get some more sprinkled on in there, but... Uh, yeah, I was just like, hey, you know, if y'all can push this, that was my mentality. Everyone's like, oh, you got this. I'm like, uh, I just wanted you to shout us out. Do you think Peyton went a little too hard in the payload on you? Yeah, because, you know, the little known secret is he actually started all of this. Oh, did he? Uh, because Bobby informed me. He was like, he took a little jab at you earlier this week. Uh, when Bobby, they the that- consummate instigator. Just exactly. Always doing nasty, Bobby. Exactly. Bobby. He is nasty. Messy. But they were talking about Peyton working the Cowboys game, Girlfriend? and, and uh, they're like, but no, it was Alec fighting? this past week. And uh, Peyton goes, yeah, for once. So Bobby was wow. like, how about you go that was back the first after jab. him? Yep. And he was like, hey, go back and listen to the payload last time he did it. Sean just completely ruined it. So mm. I was like, okay, my jab is going to be you can't run your own segment. Mm. And then Peyton was like, how about I attack your lifestyle? You know, so yeah. he threw the ether beat on and just hey, said, he really did. I'm gonna, he really did. I was impressed. Not going to lie. I was, I was kind of impressed. All right. So do you just walk away from that and say, I, I see what you're doing here and I want no part of it. I'm going to take the high road. You're going to high road him, aren't you? Uh, to that an might extent. be the play. Yeah. Yeah. I think that might be the play, but you can find out during AM on the yeah. FM there tomorrow. You go. I'd try to get an HR file on him right now if yeah. I were you. Yeah. We still have that. About this. <laughs> yeah, we got it. I don't know. We, we, I think so. Okay. It's cloud. It's, yeah, it's, yeah. I think you got to go on a Zoom call. Let's go. Okay. Thanks to uh, Lucius Alexander there in the Pimp Cup. Of course, Carter Freeman coordinating your video. 105.3thefan.com, Twitch, and YouTube. Wolchuk and Shia follow. Uh, thank you uh, so much. Uh, and, and brought us. He's off to the airport already. That's the other person. That's uh, Reggie Atatula and Alec Medford. The get right is next. Till Monday at 2 o'clock, you're going home with the G-Bag Nation. Addies. Chris Scott, throw the pants up to CD land. We go cowboy crazy, you should see these fans. We rep cowboys forever like my boy Sean Lee. We play G-Bag Nation five days a week. Yeah. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.